KRW. Good morning, Allison. This morning's rosy-fingered dawn had me thinking of Walt Whitman's 1855 edition of Leaves of Grass. The first edition, the unsigned edition, that had a preface and 12 untitled poems, the first and longest of which later being called Song of Myself. I believe a leaf of grass is no less than the journey work of the stars, wrote Whitman, continuing, and the pismire is equally perfect, and a grain of sand, and the egg of the wren, and the tree toad is a chef d'oeuvre for the highest, and the running blackberry would adorn the parlors of heaven, and the narrowest hinge in my hand puts to scorn all machinery, and the cow crunching with depressed head surpasses any statue, and a mouse is miracle enough to stagger sextillions of infidels. But Whitman's poem was not the only thing triggered in my thoughts by the sun rising over the banks of the Penobscot River less than an hour ago. Steve Sachs' cartoon from the Minneapolis Star Tribune this past week also came to mind. Depicted on the left-hand side of the cartoon are a group of Sioux Indians with their leader saying, our sacred tradition of protecting the earth, and the other members of the group holding signs reading, standing rock, sacred land, and clean water. On the right hand are depicted a daring duo, the lead figure of whom says, our sacred tradition of always getting our way. Behind the lead figure is a battle-ready figure labeled police, and in the background is the end of a supported pipe labeled Dakota Access. The Minneapolis Star Tribune is assuredly closer to the Dakotas than Maine is, although to its credit, the Bangor Daily News did carry a short piece a couple of weeks back on the latest events unfolding during the standoff at Standing Rock. Elsewhere, however, coverage has been thin to non-existent, with the notable exception of Amy Goodman's Democracy Now! Tomorrow, we voters have many decisions to make. Who will be our country's president for the next four years? And what we would like to see happen regarding various federal, state, and local issues. Much of the division in our country today has to do with characteristics and traits we may not be able to change anytime soon. Matters of racism and sexism, and especially greed. We are at a time in the history of our civilization that many civilizations before us have experienced a time when the civilization will either make some major changes to maintain its growth and development or a time to continue bad habits that will lead to the civilization's undoing. Many say we are doing too much of the latter. Yet one thing is for sure. No matter how flawed, our system continues to demonstrate that its constituents are willing to participate in a forum of voices, which howsoever in disarray or disharmony, continue nonetheless to make themselves heard. That in itself should provide some hope to us all, for when silence predominates, we will really be in trouble. Hi, this is R.W. Estella. Tomorrow, lots of folks will be voting after having heard little about the issues most likely to influence all of our lives in the near future. Fortunately, WERU-FM has been trying to do something about that for over a quarter of a century, beginning quite modestly in the hen house that Noel Paul Stuckey afforded the fledgling WERU community back in 1988. 
Since then, the WERU community has been growing by leaps and bounds owing to the volunteer effort and the pledges contributed by those who believe that good music and good information make a great partnership. Please do what you can to help support this wonderful radio station. Keep listening on through this fun-a-thon to learn how you can easily become a WERU-FM member. Thank you. From Orono, Maine, good luck to all of us tomorrow on Election Day. 1-800-643-6273. Disorder. Sort of.